Hey everyone, Justin here with Whitetail Theories Podcast on the mic today to continue our uh, spring whitetail management tour. We have Corey McConnell with AccuForage. What's up, Corey? Hey, Justin. How you doing today? Good, man. Good. So how was your Easter? Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, we got lots of good food up in PA, so uh, how was yours? It was it was good, man. I got to spend some time with family, kind of relax a little bit by the pool. The weather's nice down here. I heard it's not so nice up that way, but... <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to get six inches by tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. It's It's been in the 80s here, 80, 85. Uh, a couple days it was actually in the 90s. Um, it's definitely pretty hot, but you know, with good weather comes bugs, sunburn, and and a, and a lot of sweating. So it's it's definitely not all uh, fun and games for sure. Sometimes I, I wouldn't mind a little snow day or two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> everyone, for for those who don't know, uh, we've gotten Corey on the mic a few times. Uh, we've also got uh, his boss on the mic, the guy that uh, runs the com- owns the company, and. Um, <clears throat> Corey works for a company that specializes in, in food plots and, and deer nutrition, wildlife nutrition. Um, so I'm not going to jump too much into it, Corey, because I wasn't on those last few episodes. Um, so I'm going to kind of let you walk into it. Uh, just kind of introduce yourself, a quick little summary of, of who you are, um, You know what, what's your role at AccuForage, um, and then we'll kind of just dive into the podcast that way. All right, yeah. Uh, for those of you who have who haven't heard the, the previous one, I think it was about a year ago now. Um, my name is Corey McConnell. I am the Wildlife Habitat and Nutrition Specialist for AccuForage. Um, and like Justin said, we specialize in, you know, deer mineral, deer food plots. Uh, we have turkey food plots. We have uh, deer minerals, deer feed. Um, so we pretty much do lots of stuff, um, you know, attractant-based, um, but we take it a little bit to a higher degree to our standards, but uh, we'll get into that later on in the podcast. Um, but kind of like my little, a little bit of my background is I went to Penn State. I started out with a two-year degree in wildlife technology, and then I furthered my education into wildlife and fishery sciences from Penn State University. Um, and then straight out of college, I got this job and been running with it since. Awesome. And and from the conversations we've had in the past, um, you know, I can f- feel the, the passion and the pride you have for your company. It seems like you definitely wanted to succeed. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that with that mindset, but with you, you know, the, the passion shows through and you're always willing to answer a question doesn't matter what time of day it is. Um, you know, you're, you're always there, you're always easily accessible to reach. And nowadays, that's probably one of the number one things that I, I personally like with companies and the people I associate with, they say the same thing with companies that um, <clears throat> take it a step further. And obviously, we understand Easter Sunday, no one expects a call back, um, you know, things like that. But within reason, you're you're definitely easily accessible. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, I'm pretty accessible. I know, um, me and my fiance were out turkey, you know, looking for turkeys, roosting them and whatnot. And, uh, Cameron actually called me and we had a two hour conversation. So, uh, roosting turkeys kind of got put on hold, but you know, it's, it's part of the gig and I actually like doing it. So, um, any way I can better my customers or even just anyone that is going out to buy someone else's products, I'm, I'm cool with helping them out as well. And you know what, that's what makes, uh, just 
being in the, the small circle that we're all in, it's rightly, I shouldn't even say small because it's actually so large, but um, <clears throat> on a scale of things, it's, it's I love seeing that. Uh, it's something I'll, I'll probably never get tired of seeing and anyone that does what you're doing, um, I always uh, definitely take notice to that and, and that's super awesome man and, and passion shows like I said um, so just keep doing what you're doing but um, let's talk a little bit about AccuForage uh, uh, um, what, what do you guys got going on right now in the company I, I know you uh, you know you guys are growing you're doing some new things um, kind of tell us about that yeah so I mean basically what happens in the off season you know pretty much from let's say September till March, we're doing product development, trying to come up with new stuff. Um, so that stuff's already behind us for the year. So now we're just getting into actually planning season, selling season, and a little bit of outreach, um, you know, just trying to educate people uh, on our products and also the techniques we use to better, even better our products. Um, so basically, I will, I'll start off with, you know, the, the – the new thing for 2022 is our out of sight, which is our screening blend. Um, it's a it's a blend of uh, forage sorghum, and that's kind of a double standard because it's not really there for forage. Um, and that's and we can even go into that a little bit later. But okay, um, why we you know why we do what we do? Why is our products different than others? Well, um, you know my background's in wildlife management, all that stuff. Um, my boss, his background is in agronomy sciences, which has to do with soil health, soil interactions with plants and plant health. Um, so, you know, when he started this company in 2014, you know, they were looking at uh, other people's products and stuff like that, and they just weren't up to his standards. You know, he's OCD, he wants everything to be 100% correct. Um, and that's why you know, in our blends today, you're not going to see, like, clover in our brassica mix or our brassicas in our clover mixes because, truly, they don't grow well together, and you're you're pretty much playing, paying for clover when you think you're buying brassicas, if that makes sense. Now, let me let me ask you, we'll, we'll kind of dive into that because um, I'm not sure how many of the listeners are on, you know, my level or a level similar, but I'm just getting into food plots, just getting into wildlife management, if you would say. Um as far as private land, um, but my question is, when you say clover, is that something that's pretty common with people ordering, uh, uh, I guess, nutritional uh, products from other companies? Or well, when you when you go to food plots, you know, a lot of these bigger companies are going to try to get the biggest bang for their buck, so they're obviously going to they're going to put in cheaper seed to increase how much coverage and all that type of stuff. Right. So that's why. You know, you go on these food platforms, a lot of these people will say, oh, there's ryegrass in that blend. I don't want it because ryegrass will almost take over a whole plot if you're trying to grow brassicas. That makes sense. Like like the ryegrass or the clover will choke out the brassicas to where you're only getting them to be golf, golf ball size. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, our full frenzy, for example, it's all, all the seed in that blend comes from the same family of brassicas so you got uh your brassicas your rapes your turnips uh your swedes and stuff like that so they can all they all grow the same way and they're not going to out compete each other okay so you guys find a little bit more of a balance instead of just a, a free-for-all of, of a, something that's a little more dominant taking right. over 
Right, and and like it's just all about growing strategies, really. Um, so, like for example, if we wanted, say, we wanted a fall food plot and we wanted brassicas or turnips, um, but a lot of the other companies that supply food plot blends, they're throwing in ryegrass, they're throwing in uh, clover, which ryegrass and clover, they're bunching grasses and and creeping uh, forage, so therefore it kind of takes over everything and. And, you know, the turnips and brassicas, they take time to mature to where you want them. And, and that's why people are seeing bowling, bowling ball-sized turnips from our food plot blend. So that kind of will bring us into uh, to a question that I had um, as far as, like, you know, the, the happenings of right now. So, you know, like I said, I'm getting into it myself, so I'm definitely no expert. Um, I kind of wanted to target a lot of the questions we had for uh, for you guys uh, towards that beginner slash someone that maybe didn't have success and wanna wants to have success this year with it. Um, but what would you say, what do you guys kind of have, like, recommend, I guess, to, to do right now? Uh, you know, I know a lot of people that are in their growing season they're not worried about getting six inches of snow um what do you kind of recommend for someone maybe starting out um in into this type of uh realm as far as food plots right so i mean the i mean and this is universal for any type of blend you know if you got a strict clover blend that you know you can get your hands on um clover is the all-around easiest thing you can plant i mean i think that stuff will grow anywhere um Obviously, you got to pay attention to your plot and stuff like that. So I would say our Lucky Leaf, um, it's a mixture of red and white with a little bit of Oasis Chicory. That is going to be, you know, the, you're going to get addicted to food plotting if you plant Lucky Leaf. Okay, um, okay. So it's, it's super simple. Um, the reason why we, a lot of, a lot of clover uh, blends will just be white, mainly because it's cheaper, but we do red and white because red doesn't occur naturally at least in our area so that almost gives it gives the deer a little bit more of incentive to come try it out and stuff like that and then once they once they're in that plot it'll be crazy crazy attractive um and then the oasis chicory and that that's something that that helps with drought tolerance and stuff it will actually absorb water um and retain that and then it almost i wouldn't say give it to the clover but you know it the cycles within the soil it gets complicated but you know, it almost helps sustain the the food plot to keep growing throughout dry year. Okay, so the down south, that'd be a good something good for down south for sure. Right. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, another one we actually have labeled Spring King. Um, it's a mixture of clover rye and then some of the uh, like smaller cereal grains like Gary oats, barley, stuff like that. Again, you see the ryegrass in this blend. You know, that's not telling you to not use it i mean it's it's formulated to actually grow with everything else in that in that blend so ryegrass is good if it's blended like we have it blended um so that stuff's really easy to grow as well a lot of people like spring king and the really cool thing about spring king is and why we innovated it is for almost a one season crop rotation um so you'll plant spring king you know this time of year and then you'll actually till it under or burn it, whatever you want to do, and then plant your fall food plot in that same location because you're just adding nutrients back into the soil. Okay, awesome. Um, 
Yeah, I'll definitely, I'm actually writing that down. I'm going to put that in the show notes up so people can definitely check that out because that's something that should be planted right now pretty much, right? Yep, yep. And then the clover, back to the lucky leaf clover, that can be planted now until I, I would say August, you know, depending on where you're at. We, we plant sometimes in August, um, you know, as long as the frost isn't going to kill it really soon, you know, we don't want to waste our money. Right. No, that makes sense. So... Um, I know you mentioned a few of your products. Um, as far as diving a little bit more into depth, um, you know what what's the what's like the something that you're really rec- like you guys are really recommending and, and wanting to push out right now. Um, so we got a pretty good, I mean, a decent handle on all of our food plots. Okay. I think a direction we're going to go in the next couple years is going to be to our Grand Slam, and it's actually specific for wild turkey populations. Um, as you can kind of tell, you know, there's a lot of lot of uh, research going on with, with turkey management as well. Um, so we, we've had this blend since the start in 2014, and it, it's never picked up because it's, you know, turkeys almost don't get the same attention as, as white-tailed deer or mule deer, you know, for the management aspect. Um, but this, this thing is super cool. It's, we call it a four-season blend. Now, this isn't something that you're going to plant in the spring and it's going to be, you know, full of forage come turkey season because it's just the way it's innovated, it's not for hunting over. Right. It's actually there to sustain the population. Um, so this blend is actually, you know, like sunflower, sorghum, uh, a little bit of door corn, barley, millet, alfalfa, and chufa. And so the whole, and I'll go through the, uh, the sustainability topics of this food plot. So we use it to create areas for strut, strut zone activities in the later summer, you know, when their, their second breeding season comes in. Uh, chufa to promote ground tuber digging, hen and poult protection, nesting protection, uh, and then come, you know, late fall, winter, it's there for foraging of clean grains right off of the right off the stock, as you know, we could say it. Um, so they're they're picking grains right off the sunflowers, right off the corn, because they're all dwarf species. They don't have to wait until the farmer comes out and and uh, combines their 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 fields to get actual grains from that area. Um, like I said, this you plant it about this time of year, and you'll have forage spring, summer, fall, and winter. Um, so yeah, and then the, the sunflowers are there for, you know, fat digestibility throughout the winter. You know, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of, uh, went into the turkey realm. So we'll, we'll definitely jump into that because that's actually, um, obviously I had seen you on service side. Um, you know, you're a great partner of ours. Um, so we have communicated, but what really attracted me to your products was, um, you know, the, the turkey line that you, that you do have. Um, I know you also have stuff you can hunt over or hunt near, um, obviously within state regulations of whatever your state says. Um, but you know, here in Florida, we're allowed to use things such as your Tom bomb that you have out. Um, that's something for, for the listeners here. Um, I actually ordered this, um, I ordered it before me and Corey, uh, talked as much as we do now, but I ordered me a few, um, 
a few buckets of it and I think I ended up getting like four or so and started using it on a couple local farms near me with decent turkey flocks. Um, so I'm definitely seeing a lot of results with that from our end. The turkeys are, um, you know, we all know at this point we're coming down to our last couple weeks of season in Florida. So at this point, even on private land, these birds have seen so many people and, and seen farmers out in the fields and have seen so much going on. Hogs, um, you know, the hogs have been running around pretty good right now. So these turkeys are just literally just wore thin. Um, so we actually put it in a lot of uh, travel point, like transition points. Um, and it seems to do really well to kind of give those turkeys a break in between going from their nesting area to a feeding area. Um, they kind of all relax in it for a little bit, feed, get nice and content. Um, and then move on to, to their field nest, um, at least from what we've been noticing. So I'm definitely going to be getting more into the um, plot side of it. Um, we've actually already cleared out a spot that we want to try it. Um, so I'll definitely let you know, you know, I like to give it a year or so to see what it does. And I'll definitely okay. share, we'll definitely jump on again and share with everyone the results. Yeah, and, and Tom Bombs is another, you know, like you said, it's another aspect of our turkey line. Um and it's really, really cool. It, you know, it's got all the grains that we actually farm here in PA ourselves. And then we also had in a crop grinding assistant. And if anyone who doesn't know the digestion of any type of bird, avian species, so they'll, they'll consume it, it goes down into their crop, which is where, you know, they're going to actually pick up rocks and stuff like that to help grind those, those really hard um, forages because they don't have teeth. So therefore, it, sometimes it can be hard uh, on, on avian species to actually digest a lot of the natural material or even any type of forage you put out. So that's why we added the crop grinding assistant into that tombon feed. Now what all, if you don't mind elaborating a little bit on this, um, what is all in tombon? So it's rye, corn, and... I corn and one other thing. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Might be soybean. I'll tell you what, I got one right here. It'll get a little bit of noise on the microphone. Um, so we have, let's see, uh, sunflower seed, wheat, oats, grit, and cracked corn. Yep. Perfect. And for you guys, um, I know it's going to a little bit staticky here but um you know i ordered a few myself they come in six pound uh little little like tubs is what i call them but um little little tubs um six pounds everything's packed in there tight i, I tell you one thing i noticed too when i ordered mine was uh, you actually fill it to the top at the lid you know a lot of people will put it three quarters of the way up you definitely made sure every, everyone gets their the way you guys package everyone gets their bang for their buck and um, it's really easy to spread out um, as far as the container you have they have you know the little handle on it the little finger indents um, so I enjoy it it sits right on the back of the side by side I got a couple on the back of the side by side and um, you know I just kind of screw the lid off sprinkle it in them travel quarters is where I've been using it and uh, yeah the turkeys have been enjoying it I'm really excited to see there's a pack of jakes that have been feeding on it so i'm really excited to see how they uh transform for next season yeah and we got we got a couple cool actual trail camera videos up on our farms um and the one that really 
spoke out to me when I first got this job is we have a video of all these turkeys just, just standing around the tom bomb, and then there's this one mature bird just sitting there strutting and, and showing off for all the hens. But while he's full strut, he's also eating that tom bomb. I've never actually seen a turkey do that where they'll be full strut and eating. Man, see, that's that's good. I like to hear that because I have some in the strut zones also. So, yep. yep. Nice. Well, hopefully our camera picks something up. I'll definitely send it your way. But it's definitely a good product from what I've been seeing and super affordable. I mean, especially with the uh, you know you guys being a service site partner, we also get a a discount. You guys still our way, which is awesome. And I tell you what, if if you're looking to try it out, it's it's definitely something where you're not going to break the bank. You can get a decent amount. Give it a shot. That's why I did to give it a shot, and then you can make the determination from there where you want to go. Right. Yep. So let's talk a little bit. Um, did did you want to say anything more about uh, your turkey line that you have out? No, I think we're pretty good on that. Maybe we'll end up doing a whole podcast on it one time if, if people really want to hear about it more. Okay, great. And what I'll do is I'll reach out to everyone. Um, if you guys do want to dive more into the turkey line here, just shoot us a comment um, wherever you listen to your podcast or, or drop a comment, message me, um, send me an email at justin at service side. You can always hit Corey up too, um, accuforage at gmail.com. That's, that's your uh, email, right, Corey? Yep, yep. Right. you can reach me there or anywhere you see my name. Uh on the socials or whatnot, I'm I'm always open to so, talking. <clears throat> so right now we have uh like we've talked about, it's it's that growing season. A lot of people are transitioning into into getting into food plots. Someone that, that knows the you know, the science behind it, um, but also you're you know, you're in the hunting industry, um, but you're also a hunter yourself, uh you and your uh you said uh, girlfriend or fiance. Fiance, yeah. Fiance, and um, you know, so so hunting is definitely a, a part of you right now. As far as food plots go, um, what are you guys doing to to prepare? I know you have snow, but is there anything that you're you're kind of setting up, setting yourself up for success with? Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we we went out and uh, frost seeded some some of our lucky leaf on on an old uh, fall frenzy plot. Uh, we like to do crop rotations. Uh, usually our fall frenzies will push it. If we're alternating spring king and fall frenzy throughout the year, we'll we'll push the fall frenzy to, to year three in the same area. And then the that following, you know, the end of winter of the next year, we're going to go out and spread lucky leaf right on top of, of the old fall frenzy area. Um, so that right now is about all we have done. Uh, like you said, our our weather has not been cooperating at all for this year so far. Um, but basically, I think the, the biggest point that I wanted to elaborate to the listeners is, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, a quarter acre, if you only have a four-wheeler trail, what you need to do is focus on actually getting a food source in there and established. Um, never never overlook adding food, food for your whitetails or turkeys. That's the biggest thing uh, to, to check off your list first. Um, because if you go in and do all this habitat work, you know, clear, say, 20 acres of, of food plot and habitat management, well, by the time you go and do all that stuff, you're very slim on what you can plant, even if you have time to plant it. 
Um, so my, my biggest thing is get as much forage on your properties as you can right now. Okay. Um, that's, that's solid advice right there. Yeah. And, and it might sound like I'm just trying to sell, but it's, it's realistic, uh, management strategies. I mean, and, and a lot of guys that I hunt with, um, you know, they actually, we were talking the other day and just about a different subject and they're just like, there's so much information out there and, and blogs and podcasts and just posts about anything in the hunting industry. But the only way someone is actually going to learn is if they go and do it themselves. Facts, yep. So, I, I mean, you know, we could sit here all day and, and explain, you know, different strategies, and we're, we're going to do a little bit of that today. But I think if you're just getting into the habitat management, the food plotting, Focus on, you know, maybe a quarter acre, whatever you feel comfortable starting off with, getting getting it planted and getting the deer accustomed to coming to that area. Um, that that right there is single-handedly the best advice I could probably give anyone to just go out and do it. Yeah, you, you definitely got to do it. Like you said, it's flooded with information, and that's one thing we like about the direction we go with the podcast is, um, you know, we, we get to know the, the people behind the scenes, you know, you're, you're, you're not an advertisement, you're a real person and you use this product yourself. Um, you know, a lot of people that use this product, you sell this product, um, you know, the full ins and outs of it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not like you guys are asking for an astronomical amount. The price tag on this is not crazy. It's very, very affordable for any normal hard work in person to, to grab up, um, start small, like you said, if you have to, and then and then evolve up. I mean, that's what I did. I tried the Tom Bomb, and you know, right. you you got a customer for life, whether you were a part of Service Side or not, just for the simple fact of I saw res- I saw what I wanted to see happen. So you know, I was I was immediately sold with that, um, especially how much they like it. I mean, I was having hens come back eating it before they went to the nest. You know, almost just like a okay, let's fuel up and then keep rocking. Definitely. And, you know, everyone, every property is going to be different. So just because your neighbor's doing something doesn't mean you have to do it. Um, and, and that's where the articles and the, and the publications actually are helpful. And podcasts like this one where you can get different ideas and, and realistically the more, uh, how do I want to explain this? The more unique your habitat plan is, I would say is probably going to help you in the long run. Um, and that, and going off of, you know, just starting out, you know, I think it, it all depends on the size, but I think the overall direction that habitat managers need to go is providing a substantial variety of food sources. You know, you don't want a monoculture mono where, you know, I'm only planting clover on my 60 acres of food plot. That, that's not going to help you at all. You want to provide, you know, spring, winter, fall, spring, summer, fall, and winter food sources for deer and turkey because, you know, clover is mainly spring, summer, fall, and then if you just leave it at that, they're, they're you know, at least in our area, area, the deer are, they're, they're really hurting come winter, um, post-rut. Um, they don't have a whole lot of natural forage to go off of. So if you can, if you can plan your property around spring, summer, fall and winter forage and you 
can incorporate all four of those types of food plots, you will be very, very well off. Well, I tell you what, Corey, that's a that's a great rabbit hole for us to jump down. Um, if you're wanting to do that, um, what would your uh, we could say utopia or perfect um, like I guess game plan for a twelve months four season state would be uh, if you want to start at like spring or you can start at winter and kind of walk us through uh, what the ideal uh, situation should look like. Right. So basically, a lot of people even stay away from clover a lot, but basically I like our clover mixed the lucky leaf because of the oasis chicory. That stuff is so attractive. It's not even funny. We have we have deer and turkey digging it in November when there's six inches of snow. So they're still going after the chicory and, and probably some of the clover as well. So that that is almost my my main food source. Um, you know, the bigger plots let's just have an example of I have 50 acres I can hunt, and I got 10 acres of food plots that I can plant. The bigger plots are going to be the lucky leaf, okay? And then maybe even have a strip that that is closer to your tree stand of fall frenzy. Now, when it's springtime, wherever you plan on planting your fall frenzy brassica blend, throw down your spring king. Um, That's just going to help build the soil, and then you're going to get couple tills in there throughout the year which then leaves room for turnip and brassica expansion um so that that's almost my go-to combination anywhere and then with this out of sight that we brought out the new screening blend that i'm really looking forward to monkeying around with and really strategizing how to set it up i mean a lot of the screening you know people use it just for entrance and exit and maybe just making their food plot a little bit more secluded and that's that's fine and dandy i i I do the same thing the only thing i want to advance that is how to use that that blend that grows eight to twelve foot tall on making travel corridors and funnels for deer to actually make them stop 30 yards from my stand if that makes sense it does yeah for sure so i mean if you if you do it right and stuff like that you can encompass your whole food plot in that out of sight but only have one entrance to where they're coming out of the woods 30 yards from your stand because i mean all animals go the the path of least resistance and, and deer especially like edge so if you're creating edge giving them only one area to enter i mean it's a no-brainer they're going to do it more than likely yeah, especially if they have something like you said, which I'm going to tie in a question with this, but uh, with the chicory, um, why do you feel like in your area that's something where they're willing to like, you know, dig six inches in snow to, to find it? I mean, what what what's, I guess for someone that doesn't know much about this this type of thing, what what's so attractive of it? Like what makes I mean, it so the attractive? are really attractive and so are the, is the root system. So because that lucky leaf and, and the chicory is, a perennial, the root systems are still under under the ground. So, especially turkeys really love roots, um, specifically to green forage, um, and that's that's why I think it's, it's that attractive. And you know, it they could be honestly doing it for any of reasons, but I I think that's why they're doing it. 
I mean, that, that definitely makes sense. And, I mean, the the roots probably have less damage when you guys do have, have ex, you know, extreme weather. Right, and they're retaining moisture, and there's just so many nutrients in that because that's, that's what's providing all the nutrients for the, the above-ground forage to actually grow. So it's probably all just dormant in that root system. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, obviously we all know, too, you know, the, the deeper you kind of go in the ground, I mean, the, the weather doesn't affect it as much kind of kind of safe there but um what what does using these products i know we kind of went over like a 12-month game plan there um, if you want to elaborate any more on that feel free but what does this do for for the property whether it's five acres or 50 acres or 500 acres what is it what is it doing to the wildlife um is it you know you, have you guys noticed uh you know bigger fawn populations i mean bigger turkey populations what's it kind of doing uh, that you've seen well I mean, with an all-around management, you know, the goal is, for most hunters, is to grow bigger racks and bigger bearded turkeys. Um, but really, we we do it for that reason, but we also do it to give back to our own resource, and that's something that, you know, we stand behind quite a bit. You know, that's, that's why my boss started this company. He was seeing the same products, or the, the similar products that we are selling, on the shelves and and he was using them and he's just like this this isn't what i want i want to actually give back to the resource and the resource being wildlife in general you know so that's why we innovated our products to be giving back to the resource and having an attractiveness to benefit the hunter which and, and that's why we we actually took some time and really thought about you know, our slogan slash motto that we wanted to go with through AccuForge, and, and we finally just figured out what we were going to use, and we're sticking behind it because it's, it's spot on. You know, our motto with AccuForge is grow the hunt. You know, there's there's more than just, you know, growing big deer, growing that, you know, you're growing an experience. You know, when you're out doing habitat work, you're, you're creating a, an experience that you're going to remember for a la- lifetime. Um so, and that, that's our main goal is to get people out there, get back to the resource and really experience nature in, in a way that's almost pretty new to most people. Yeah, I mean, and too, you're, you're just providing an experience for when you have kids, their kids, um, you know, and, and that's one reason why Servicide, um, you know, wanted to partner with y'all. And a lot of people know, you know, we don't, we don't just go out and hit up, you know, Google outdoor industry or outdoor company and, and blow through the list and try to get like a dumpster, uh, discount dumpster depot going on. You know, we, we, you know, we like to partner with companies that, that want to do that. They're about conservation. They're about providing the right product. Like you said, you know, uh, uh, no one's taken any crazy, some, sometimes, but no one's really taken any crazy new ideas. Um, and running with it. These are things that um, are being perfected. Um, like you said, you know, uh, certain areas need certain certain things, and a one size fits all doesn't fit all, as we all know. So, um, you know, I love that you guys took something like that to the next level. Um, I'll definitely continue to be using it. But you know, you you have a bigger, uh, you understand the bigger picture of giving back. Um, you know, getting hunting ready for tomorrow, not just worried about today. In the end, we all have agreed on, you know, we like to fill our tags the way we like to fill them, but also you have to have that balance of understanding, um, you know, giving back to that resource. And it's something that it's a 
uh, resource that can be depleted very, very quickly, especially with success. So you have to have a balancing act. Right. Yeah, and I mean, we can see that now with turkey populations. We're seeing it up in our area. Um, the weather is just terrible. There's there's almost the, the whole forest up here is like a monoculture. So there's not a whole lot of variety. Um, so and that's why we innovated Grand Slam way back because we knew it was coming. And I know a lot of, you know, the previous uh, people that were on your podcast are even saying down south are seeing it. Um, and we obviously don't want to, we obviously don't want to see another early 1900 situation where turkeys are almost gone. Yeah, as much as I want to see turkeys released out of cages into WMAs and private land and things like that, I want it to be for the right reasons, not we don't have any left reasons. Right, yep, basically it, yep. Um, so that's, that's the whole basics of why we do what we do. Um, you know, we're here to grow the hunt, grow the experience, um, and just get outdoors and, and really get back to the resource. And then, you know, two other takeaways about AccuForge is the food plot where you know it's a, it's almost a non-compete food plot where you know it's going to grow and it's going to grow good um you know you don't have to worry about clover taking over your brassicas or rye taking over your your brassicas um and then you know the feed aspect where we you know we we help out the uh the trophy hunters where we are actually seeing 20 percent growth and in, in year-to-year growth on deer oh wow and I think that that's something that we really want to push, and I know that's not the, the main topic of this podcast, but we can always do that another time. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, we're not looking bad on time, so if you want to, if you want to elaborate on that, that's completely fine with me. Or we can continue down the route of, you know, uh, talking strategies. Um, you know, I'm good with whatever. I definitely want the listeners to really, you know, we we've, we've had a few episodes with AccuForge, but um, you know, we've we've gotten to know you, we've gotten to know your boss. Um, so I definitely wanted to dive into to what makes AccuForge so great and what you guys bring to the table. So yeah, feel free to jump into it, brother. Yeah, we'll we'll hit on that a little bit. So, like I said, we have our whole our whole feed line. We got, you know, feed for turkeys. Like me and Justin already talked about, we got it for for deer. We got it for bears or boars. Um, but one that really stands out to me is buck yeah, um, and that is our feed specifically for antler growth. But it also helps with doe health and and uh, milk nutrition stuff like that. Um, but this is the feed that I was saying that we are seeing, you know, a 20% antler growth within deer year to year. Um, obviously, there's so many factors that can, you know, throw that 20% off, but we are seeing it. And honestly, I don't I don't ever see any other company out there showcasing that they're seeing antler growth from their products. I mean, we, we feed our deer pretty much 24-7 when it's legal, um, and we got a couple of customers that have been gracious enough to show us their progression as well and and we're just we're really seeing that universally 20 percent year to year um so buckia is again a grain mixture it's got corn rye sunflowers soybeans and then our antler growing minerals which is pretty pretty freaking good i think if if you can see 20 percent antler growth year to year um and then Last year, we innovated our, our first sole mineral blend, and that is Stump Dumper. 
So it's actually the same antler-growing minerals that we have in Buckyad, just in its own sole product container. So I absolutely love that name, too, Buckyad. I mean, if that doesn't get you excited for antler growth, I don't know what does. Yeah, and, and it's, it's not... And it's not just about antler growth either. It's about attractiveness. I've had, when when my boss started this company, he, he was saying, you know, when we could feed on, uh, it's called the Allegheny National Forest, he would just drive down the main highway here and throw it out and throw, throw a couple trail cameras out. And he said out of the 10 trail cameras he put up, nine of them had a 140 or bigger on their trail camera. So, I mean, the attractiveness is pretty crazy. Um, I was actually out on a on a new piece that we, me and my buddies were hunting, and I was never there before. And we put some bucky out, and then we came about 400 yards down the ridge, you know, going back to our truck. And I I stopped and told my buddies, I said, "Do you guys smell bucky?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we can smell them. Like, how far are we?" And we looked it up, and we're about we were about 400 yards away. So for a human to smell that 400 yards away is pretty crazy oh yeah especially though i mean it just takes the wind just slightly blowing the right way to get every single deer you know yep and over there you know when i got this this job i i was really skeptical on the products i'm like there's no way you know this company from kane has the right the right products and with all my education and and background and, and deer i was looking at it i was using it and i'm like okay, they hit it on the nail. We just got to get it out to the public. And that's universal with all the products. Now, I don't know if this is something that, that you guys have touched on in a, in a past episode. I, I have listened to them, but, um, you know, an hour, hour and a half, uh, it's uh, something that may have got lost in my mind. But um, what, uh, let me see, let me word this correctly. Um, Uh, I guess I tell you what we'll we'll come back to it. I kind of lost my train of thought with how where I was going with that, but um, it, it's far. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. So, the last couple years have have you felt that um, that's kind of been a help with everything that's been going on in the world? As far as I, I've been hearing, a lot of the industry saying you know it's been more of a positive thing. Obviously, we understand the negatives of everything uh, that's happened the last couple years. We don't have, have to get too crazy into that. Um, but do you, how did, how's it affected AccuForage, um, in any type of way? So, and this was really weird. So I actually got hired right when COVID was really hitting. Um, and we used to be branded as a different name and it just didn't fit. And, you know, if I went to my boss and said, if you really want to see an increase in sales, let's rebrand. And then, so we settled on AccuForage, got new logo, got new labels, all that jazz, um, and we, we definitely saw a huge increase in sales and outreach and stuff like that. Can we pin it on more people staying at home, you know, having a little bit extra money? I don't know. Or, you know, could we pin it on the rebranding? I'm not exactly sure. Um, and another thing we had to take account is there, there was no one in my position before I got here. So it was kind of, yeah, we'll make, we'll, we'll get some food pots. We'll, We'll whip up some feed when we can instead of someone like me where I'm here and and can do it at a split split second. Right, right. No, I mean you're you're definitely help helping take it to the next level and, and get it out there. And I mean I've seen a huge uptick 
um, from y'all, especially on your socials. I mean, you're always, you know, we, we can jump into that too if you want. Um, you know, for those who don't know, you know, AccuForge is on Facebook, Instagram, um, also the Service Out Hunting app, and you guys are always putting out fresh stuff um, as far as when I say stuff, something that the average guy can do. Um, you don't need 20,000 acres to to do what you guys are doing. You know, it's it's for the, the smallest piece of land all the way up to the biggest um, so as far as the socials, um, if you don't mind me kind of jumping into that, I mean, it seems like you do a lot of the field work for this, right? Yeah. So basically, you know, I got, I'm the only full-time person at AccuForge. Everyone else is working. You know, my boss is working his other company. Um, my fiance, who is also a, a wildlife, has a wildlife background. She is working for his other company. And, and so we just, I'm the only full-time, but everyone comes together when we need to. Um, so basically, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm running the socials, I'm doing that, and, and that's a good thing because if there's only one person to, to go through the products, I'm making sure it's 100% before I send it out to any customer. Right. No, I, I like that quality aspect. I know I mentioned that before. And service side's the same way. You know, I'm, I, it's that quality control you get when it's, when it's less employees. You can actually look at each package and say, okay, this is ready to go out, check. Yep, yep. And, and that's another thing that me and you even discussed when you ordered. You know, you're like, wow, I, I got my Tom bomb within three days, and you live in Florida, and we're in PA. Well, pretty much as soon as we get an order, I'm packaging it up, and I'm making sure it's on a UPS truck by the end of the day. Yeah, you did. I, I don't I don't remember the details, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I ordered it either on a on a holiday weekend or a busy weekend. It was definitely on the weekend, um, and you had it to me in the mail Monday morning. I literally got it by Wednesday. Uh, the the boxing of it was great. Uh, the 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 packaging was great. Everything's easy to understand. Uh, like I said, the the way it's packaged, I'm able to put it in the side by side without it taking up a ton of room. Um, you know, it's, it's easily, you know, sealable. You have it where you can seal it back up if you don't use it all um, for those smaller areas. So I, I like that you had it out so quick. You And if I'm not mistaken, I even received a couple promo emails after for, for doing an order. So that's awesome. I'm actually going to get a little bit of swag with that. Yeah, I think we actually, uh, we have a thing set up to where if you get a product, you, you know, we ask for you to write a review. It could be bad. It could be great doesn't matter to us we just need reviews and then we offer you another discount oh awesome man that's that's definitely incentive so if you guys definitely get out there order some product like i said it it's an affordable product um i don't quote me on this because i can't remember the discount off the top of my head but i think i ordered six pounds and i ordered four tubs of the six pounds and it was around what was that it was around like 50 bucks right yeah and then on top of that, I don't know if it was on top, but I know we provide service side members with a 25% discount. Right, so you're looking at around, I'm pretty sure after I entered the discount shipping and handling, it was around 50 bucks. There's not many things you can get, especially in the hunting industry, of that quality. Um, that's 50 bucks, 100% made in America, not shipped in from anywhere. Um, you know, you guys have the science down behind it. It's not something you're just peddling out to make a buck. You, you have conservation and just growth, animal growth, wildlife growth in, you know, top of mind. So, um, and you and your boss actually know 
you know, you have degrees in this, you, you study this, you, you've went to school for this. So, um, you know, that's one of my favorite things about, about hunting industry companies. And, and we've had the pleasure of talking to a lot of owners and, and, and head personnel like yourself. And, um, the, when you have a background in it and it's your life, it sits so much different than someone just trying to peddle another product in the hunting industry. Right. I mean, there's, it's, it's on the whole in, on hunting industry is getting so saturated now. It's it's very crazy to me. Um, you know, and there's there's been times where I've been close with people, and you know, the next season they're coming out with a mineral mix as well, and it's just like okay. <laughs> Trust me, being in service side, we have seen a many a many a, a member leave and and become uh, their own service side. Um, you know, it it's one of those things where it kind of kind of comes with. I look at it like this: it comes with doing something so awesome. You know, yep, it's it's much. so awesome, and everyone loves it so much that they either have to get their hand in it or they want to just continue using it. So, it, it, take it always as a compliment. <laughs> yep, I take it that way as well. And you know, um, I guess i I should say, you know, the buck yet and and like the tom bomb you got. It comes in six-pound containers. When we were developing new packaging and stuff like that, I was actually very skeptical on, you know, six pounds. And I, I went to my bosses, and, and I'm like, who who's really going to want a six-pound container? You know, we're trying to grow big bucks, and it doesn't make sense to, to, you know, get containers full of them when someone can go to their feed mill and get, you know, what they think is the same thing as buck, yeah, in a 50 pound bag um, right where and that's that's the cool thing about buck yeah is it's a double-sided where it'll grow bucks but it also bring the bucks to you and i've actually had a lot of people or in various states actually say yeah i i had i got a container of buck yeah and i threw it out one night archery hunting and you know either they killed a very very nice buck or you know they had one come in and eat but they didn't get a shot and that's yeah. That's crazy to me that six pounds can lure those deer in. Oh, dude, it's it's been uh, like I said, we we have two different flocks that we've been feeding it to uh, the the tom the tom bomb and uh, both flocks seem very 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 happy. It's literally a, a something that they'll come to multiple times during the day um you know the gobblers are only hitting it in the morning and then then, you know in the evening around five or so but the the hens are hitting it multiple times throughout the day uh before they either leave or you know go to the nest or after they've checked on the nest um so it's definitely definitely attractive uh for sure and i know you mentioned someone can kind of go out there and, and get their own thing but at the end of the day man especially with the, with the way the prices are gas i mean the the cost of everything even going to your local tractor supplier rural king and getting these products you're going to spend the same if not more of what you guys are providing and you guys are doing the legwork here of of making sure that the uh, everything that's needed is in it right and and that's the thing i mean yeah the feed might be pretty close to the same but the minerals knowing no one else in the world can have the same minerals as us mineral blend so and that's something that you know we haven't really pushed because you know it it just seems kind of like oh haha you can't you can't get this stuff unless you buy our stuff but it is true that the minerals grow antlers um as long as as well as the the grains and stuff you know our philosophy is you got to grow the skeletal system before you can grow grow giant racks um, and that's 
that's full on true. But, you know, like I said, no one else in the world can get the same mineral mix as us. And that actually brings us to, um, you know, we're heading around 50 minutes here. And, and one of my, my last questions I had for you was, um, you know, what does AccuForge bring to the table? I know you're, you've touched on it briefly, but, uh, well, we've touched on it multiple times, but kind of in a nutshell, almost as a wrap up, what does AccuForge bring into the table, um, that, a, that a lot of these other companies aren't? Well, pretty much, you know, if you just go around and look on our website, it may seem like we're, we blend in, but you know, our products, one, the grains that are in the feed, we actually grow it on our own farming operation here in Kane. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, how do you want to say it? Like product, uh, oversee, seeing the product and the, and the whole process throughout mixing and all that and making sure it's, it's up to our quality as well as the expected quality of our customers where, you know, a lot of these companies, they're just buying the stuff outright and relabeling it. Right. Um, you know, and that goes along with um, everything that we sell. You know, we, we do our best quality assurance. You know, I know the other day a container broke in mailing. We shipped the replacement out, no fees of the customer. Um, so we, we do everything we can to make sure that the average hunter can actually have their hands on quality products and actually get some education, whether they're they're messaging me personally or any of our team, and making sure they're doing the best thing that they can for their resource they're trying to manage. Now, you know, feel free after I ask this question to to throw anything else in you feel like we should we should dive into with the podcast, but. Um, like I had mentioned before, I follow you guys on your socials, your Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, you know, you, you always have great content. Um, I enjoy reading it. It's not boring. I don't. I don't feel like I'm in a in a college lecture. I, it's, it, it's interesting. It's it's uh, uh you know made for. I just did a podcast with Masio Gamekeeper Austin, um, and same thing. He had said it's it's made for the average hunter, and you guys are very similar to that. Also made for that average guy, um, but also made for that expert guy. Um, but for those that want to to find you, to chat with you, um, you know, learn more about AccuForage, how can they reach you? So, like you said, you can go to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're on TikTok, too. Our TikTok is actually pretty bad. Um, it just is what it is. But any of those social sites that has an AccuForage page, feel free to message it. I'm the one that runs it, so you'll get a hold of me. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you want to find me personally, just look up Corey McConnell on Facebook, Instagram, and you should get a hold of me. You know, I, um, I, I it's crazy you mentioned TikTok. TikTok's a whole animal, ain't it? A whole different animal. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I help run it on my, uh, my hunting groups page, and it stresses us out. No, I do too, man. And, and the crazy thing about it is from the you know, word on the street, wink, wink, is, you know, it's it's going to take over and it's the, it's the spot to be and everyone that's really got in with it is very successful in doing great things. So it's it's very tempting to figure out that that golden ticket if you will of how to how to really navigate it but it changes i think we had spoken on this on a phone call it changes so much 
Um, you know, it's not set like Facebook or Instagram. The algorithms change so much. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where you really got to toe the line too because I've seen things that probably shouldn't be on there that are on there and then things that you're like, well, why, why did that get banned? And, you know, the, the thing about it is, um, you know, I don't want to bash TikTok. Hopefully they're not listening in. Please don't delete my account. But um, I, uh, I've noticed that there's no consistency. You can't really like figure out the rule book like you can with Instagram and Facebook. No. And, and, you know, we, like I said, the, you know, you know, I, I, I help run the non-typical stuff. Um, you know, and we'll sit there and we just got a video of a turkey goblin and, you know, two days later it gets shadow banned or whatever because of domestic violence or, or, uh, domestic violence. I think one was like drug trafficking, stuff like that. And it's like, it was just a turkey gobbling. It's crazy. You guys are out of control. It sounds like, man, yeah, <laughs> sure. goblin turkey. You know, it's it's really crazy that um, it is the way it is. But you know what? Adapt and overcome. We could sit here all day and and cry and complain and and say this or that. But you know, at you know, uh, we always I always kind of say it. It's one of those things where it's like no one else cares. You got to just try to do the best you can with it. I know I struggle with it myself. I completely know how you feel when it comes to it. I run our TikTok also, and it's it's one of those things where something. I had a really bad uh, video. I actually had a deer coming in, and there was an otter in front of me swimming, and I was trying not to move. It was a smaller buck. Um, I wasn't going to take him or anything, but I, I saw him coming into my left out of the corner of my eye, and I was actually filming an otter um, that was maybe, gosh, 40, 45, 50 yards from me, um, and uh, it was the worst video ever. It got 10,000 hits the first day, but then I'll put something like, I don't know, like you said, a strutting tom in a tree, I'll get 300. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, it's very weird. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that service side, since you guys got your own app, you make your own kind of hunting TikTok. I think that would be huge. Oh, no, for sure, man. That that definitely would be huge. And, and we do have a lot of awesome things in the work. It's works. It's just everything's a growing and evolving so much. It's you know, it's a constant uh, battle of, of understanding and learning. And, you know, we're big on quality of what we put out. So I I hate to put something out that I can't explain or, or you know, help someone. You know, because like us, we have a bigger picture too. You know, we don't serve at service side. A lot of people may not know, you know, we don't, we don't do this to generate revenue. Um, you know, we don't take much money at all. The money reverts right back into the business and, and we try to just make better opportunities for, for our members and, and anyone associated with service side. Um, so it's one of those things where we want to give back to and, and we want to help shape the future of hunting for tomorrow um, and make sure that it's there so that everyone can enjoy it. I want my grandkids to enjoy hunting. I don't want it to be where it's to the point where you know you have to. there's two or three states in the U.S. that you can hunt in. I hope it would never get to that point, but, you know, if we don't, if we don't all, you know, work together and, and I won't get too crazy on this, but if we don't all work together and we don't all try to find common ground, you know, we, we've already got enough enemies with everyone else in the world. We don't need to make each other enemies too. I totally agree. You know, and, and, and I, lately I've been, I'm sure you've seen lately, we've been, you know, we've had a lot of great guests on the podcast and a lot of awesome partners. And I tell people at the end of the day, we want to provide as much just like you guys, 
the, the exact keys to help you be successful. Now, is it a, a 100% manual where you can go out, read steps one through 500 and get it done? No, but it's gonna help you a lot more than if you were to just do random Google searches, uh, look at the partner that had the most money to put an Instagram uh, advertisement up. You know, it's, it's definitely a, a lot more than that. Um, and when it comes to wildlife, we all know it's it's all about quality. You wanna you wanna manage, harvest, hunt, look at, you know, grow the the best you can, the best uh, ecosystem you can you can grow. Right. Um, that's exactly you know, our perspective as well. Just through a couple different products. So. That's all I have for you today. I definitely would love to get you on another podcast and maybe we can dive a little deeper um, into certain products. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to reach out um, to all of our listeners here um, and also listeners, feel free to hit me up also. Like I said, it's justin at servicesite.com and I would love to get you back on. If anyone wants any more knowledge on any of these products, you can always hit Corey up or AccuForage, but um, you can also hit me up and, and uh, me and Corey stay in contact with each other. So we'd love to bring you back on to, to dive into anything anyone wants to dive into so that you can really get that property to that, that next level and to its full potential. Right, yeah. Yeah, we got a wealth of knowledge here and um, hopefully... Like I said, if even if you choose to go with Masio Gamekeepers and their food plot blends, you know that's cool. Um, but you you want you know a little bit of insight and a little bit more education to where I might better your experience using any type of product. Feel free to reach out. Yeah, for sure, and, and and that's what we do. We we give you guys the tools you need to to make those decisions that you want. But at the end of the day, um, you know Corey's great. I deal with him. Uh, you know, I don't even want to say deal. We communicate and talk to each other all the time, and um, it's definitely a company that I will continue to stay on board. Uh, and I've always, you know, I've said this even without being an employee of Service Side, I've always appreciated what Service Side brings when it comes to bringing companies like you to like Corey. I mean, this is something where, yeah, maybe I would have seen it, but you know, I'm in, I'm near Tampa, Florida, you know, Kane, Pennsylvania is a little bit of a skip for me. Yep. Yep. That's a haul. And, you, you know, know so, say that, uh, you know, AccuForge provides the biggest discount on our products through service side and hope that, you know, maybe we'll one day bring more people to your, to your services. And, you know, we just want to, provide a quality discount to you know your current members as well and and uh hopefully some people start you know utilizing that and like i said you know the discount comes with pretty much me you got me 24 7 if you got questions hit me up and like I've said multiple times, that's a good price tag, especially to have someone like Corey. Um, you know, you're not just buying something in a, in a container. You're, you know, you're not buying just food or seed in a container. You're buying that knowledge, that product knowledge. Um, you know, Corey's not going to leave you hanging. You're not going to place an order and, and he's going to disappear. Um, you know, you're going to be right there. So um, I love that. So, you know, to kind of wrap up, 
if you don't know, Servicide gets the biggest discount that Accu4H offers. Um, so if you are a Servicide member or you want to become a Servicide member, you're going to get hooked up um, by Accu4H and Corey, and you're also going to get that knowledge. Just head to the website for those members. You can log in. You can go to the partner discount. Um, it'll actually take you straight to their website when you click on uh, their logo. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure you guys are the first one on our list. Yeah. I think you're yeah, right at the top. To find. Hey, I tell you what, the the great thing about having uh, two letters at the beginning of the alphabet right there puts you at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Well, um, Corey, did you have anything else uh, for our listeners? Uh, not on this one. I think uh, we definitely should get on and maybe get a little bit more uh, in-depth with some topics instead of just talking about our products, but uh, this this first one... We definitely needed to explain a little bit of the top of the products and you know in hopes to really get our point across to some of the listeners for sure and, and like we said everyone um reach out to us if you want us to dive into something else but Corey, we'll definitely get you back on we have may uh, especially with you guys getting snow that if, if anything honestly that gives us a little bit more time to squeeze some more of these episodes in uh before we get to that you know june july time frame um and it, right. the way things are looking it looks like a lot of things are going to be getting planted around that time so right. we definitely have a bigger window than than normal so let's take advantage of it uh, i'll get you on the horn and, and we'll definitely dive into some more stuff yeah for sure thank you everyone who has listened and like i said multiple times in this podcast feel free to reach out all right awesome well everyone you are listening to white tail theories podcast and uh we'll see y'all in the next one